that yeah. short. We don't need to listen to that all. Well, for a second there, I got a little confused now. Um, that was Ja Rule, correct? Oh, Ja Rule featuring Jay-Z and DMX. Okay, so there was a DMX in there. I, I felt like I was having a Don Cheadle moment, and I'm listening. There. This is how you know this is uh, two white guys listening to uh, rap music here. <laughs> I, I'm, like, listening. I'm jamming. <clears throat> I'm like, yeah, Ja Rule. All right, man. Yeah, this is some groovy stuff. All right, murder. Yeah, I could dig it. Okay, yeah. Murder, uh, murder, yeah. Yeah, all right. And I, I, some choice words. Excellent. And then, you know, <laughs> I, I'm rolling through, and then I'm like, wait a second. The guy, he started barking. He's doing some dogs, and you know. And I'm like, is that, <clears throat> is that DMX? Have I been listening to DMX this whole time and calling him Ja Rule? <laughs> Have I been doing a Don Cheadle this entire time? No, you're all right. You're good. It was DMX. There was some Jay Z. There was some real rappers in there. Yeah. Well, and then I was actually really into it, and I was thinking about how. You can't get any of these modern day little pleasy wheezies, you know, to like do anything like this anymore. They they can't string together that many words for that long. Really? I don't even know what they're doing now. Well, I mean, have it's you, not like have that. Have you seen the Island Boys? Yeah, I have seen some Island Boys, oh, yes. <laughs> what is that, dude? Well, uh, the guy went to jail for beating up his, his girlfriend. This older hip hop from like the '90s, you know, it kind of they at least tried to be kind of creative with their rhyming schemes and layering rhymes and rhyming upon rhymes and doing faster rhymes and being more comp. That's what made Eminem so you know fantastic, right? Like he he was. He was doing very complex rhyming schemes, right? Like I thought yeah. that was like that was part of the thing, the allure of of the music. And <clears throat> you know, yes, you got the beat, but you know, there there's the the element of the lyricism and the poetry, right? The ability to string together words and syllables and and make them kind of match. And, you know, uh, certain artists were more skilled than others. Now, I, I'm not really kind of getting that vibe or that kind of c- competitive nature going on with the music. I, I've i been arguing this for a while, dude. I think music has been AI for the last, like, five or six years. I wouldn't be surprised. You're right. They used to be lyricists. Yeah. Eminem... Is, is a master of the English language. Yes. Whether you want to believe it or not. Yeah, don't be but, offended by it. Did, it's true. <laughs> did you see, uh, I know it's really old now, and everybody's probably seen it. Did you ever see that interview with Anderson Cooper? No, you're talking about uh, Eminem or Marshall Mathers. <laughs> yeah, with, with Anderson Cooper, where he pretty much, uh, where he talks about rhyming with orange. Oh, this is. Because uh, everybody know. knows nothing rhymes with orange, right? That's right, man. Yeah, you want to hear it? If you have it, yeah, I would love to hear it. Yeah, I think I just found it. You, you bend the word. Yeah, it's just in the enunciation of it. Like, people say that uh, the word orange doesn't rhyme with anything, and that kind of pisses me off because I can think of a lot of things that rhyme with orange. What rhymes with orange? If you're looking, to, if, you're taking, like if you're taking right. the word at face value and you just say orange, nothing is going to rhyme with it exactly. If you enunciate it and you make it like more than one syllable, mm-hmm. orange, you could say like, uh, I put my 
four inch, four inch door hinge in storage and eight porridge with George. <laughs> you just have to figure out the, the science to breaking down words and try to. And do you think about this throughout the day? I mean, you're driving <clears throat> along, you think about rhyming words? Yeah, all day. Yeah, I actually drive myself insane with it. But it's interesting. I mean, for a guy who hated school, who, you know, was in the ninth grade three times, I mean, you spend all your time thinking about words. I found that no matter how bad I was at school, like, and no matter how low my grades might have been at some times, I always was good at English. But I heard that you used to read the dictionary. I just felt like I want to be able to have all these words at my disposal in my vocabulary at all times, whenever I need to pull them out. You know, somewhere they'll be stored, like, locked away. Watch the rest. Yeah, so that's a yeah. dumb kid from a trailer park in Detroit who just became a rapper. And it's interesting hearing a guy uh, who's been trained by the CIA interview, you know, he's kind of almost, <laughs> he's like, oh my God, they didn't teach me this in my CIA journalism course. <laughs> Read the dictionary. Did you get that, guys? Read the dictionary. Yeah, a little, you know, expanding of the uh, vocabulary is good for everybody. Here on the Dude Man Podcast, we resort to, you know, belches and uh, profanities. Uh, we find that to be you know, more our flavor. But <laughs> No, but dude, you're, you're right. Do you think any of these new age... Do, no. Today, no. what rappers are reading the dictionary? I, to, I don't uh, see crazy, music. Dude. I don't see any kind of entertainment on a mass level that people are consuming. Uh, to be creative on any, like, I don't think there's a, an individual creating something and then it's entering the, you know, the stream, right, but of do consciousness. You remember, do you remember, like, dude, he wasn't, Eminem was never sold to us as this guy who wasn't good at school, was, kind, was probably told he was an idiot his whole life, but mastered the English language. No, no. He's still today sold as this dumb rapper who's just out <laughs> to like make a scene. And you know, like, it's kind of weird how they, they really. I don't know. They, they, but then you play a clip of the vice president, Kamala Harris. <laughs> she, she's so profound and she literally didn't say anything. You know? I don't know what. The deal is with famous people like Eminem, I don't understand anymore at this point. Like, I've told you uh, in our private conversations, and I've probably proclaimed many times on this show, that if it comes to, when it comes to conspiracy theories, you kind of have to get to a point where you embrace them all, right? Or you embrace, you know, you can't just nitpick. So when it comes to Eminem, I often wonder, when it comes to all major pop stars and anyone who has been hugely influential, influential in our culture over the last probably 40, maybe 50, maybe 60 years, you know, it's possible that these have all been controlled scenarios and, and people who have been under control in ways that we just can't fathom. Yeah, I agree. So I don't know. But I, I kind of me, see the... Yeah. Part of me, from a guy who enjoys music, and also a guy who used to love watching movies before they became two-and-a-half-hour marathons, uh, you know, there does seem to be a point 
somewhere there in the 90s where mass entertainment was co-opted by the mainstream, you know, by the corporations, and then no longer was the garage band coming up big and, you know, cutting the album with the studio, right? Like, you weren't, you weren't the dude writing the great script and then you were Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what changed, but you know, m- we've talked about it before, right? Like, was TV owned by the government from day one? Did they just let it happen? Yeah, and, for you know, sure. and so then is that true with movies? Is that true with music? Is that true with the radio? Right? For sure. Have they been just oh, it's true with everything? You know, do we just live in this like, you know, oppressive state where all media is controlled? I mean, you have podcasting. Uh, I, and always, all this stuff. I always say my red pill came when I was a very little kid and I was playing Counter Strike. Counter Strike was this video game that came out. Literally, when it came out, nobody had a computer at home that can play it. It was just too advanced. You mean like the most people. Oh, interesting. So you're saying a game was released that most people didn't have the technology to play. Dude, you could not play it, right? Yeah. I'm not I'm not even joking. Like like literally it was we that was why I spent like my whole middle school going to a cyber cafe. That's right, man. Because you'd go there and even there they had computers that were good enough that we could play if the on a LAN server. So if they were all hooked up together, we could play. But playing <laughs> online, yeah, it was. Even the internet cafe, the the <laughs> the internet was too slow. You would have too much lag, and you would just get killed. That's right? crazy, cra- uh, dude. <clears throat> internet cafes too, because also we grew up poor. But we just didn't have the internet like that. No, 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 but no, 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 but back then you would have had to, you would have had to have like a T1 line in your house. Nobody had a T1 line. That's crazy. To so... get the speeds. And then what, what is, what is Counter-Strike? It's a game where you literally decide whether you want to be the cops or the terrorists. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or wow. the like the military yeah. or the terrorists. That's right. And there's different scenarios. Either the terrorists are trying to plant a bomb. And you're trying to, you know, and the counter terrorists defuse it, or the terrorists have hostages, and the counter terrorists are coming in and trying to rescue the hostages. So it's like so military. And then what? And then like, okay, fine. The super advanced game came out that nobody could really play at home. You had, but you know, whatever, whatever. Eventually, like ten years later, people had computers in their homes that we could all play it. Fine, we all had internet. Fine. But then that game, it's still out there today. And the amount of upgrades to it, there's been like four upgrades. Wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's been out for like 30 years. Wow. That's what I'm trying to tell you, man. Like, it was so advanced that it's still like, I don't know. So- that one definitely had to be like the military released it. Yes. So it- and it like amped kid. I guarantee you that's like amping kids up to join the military. I think know? that's why they continue. What's the biggest release every year? And I'm not even into games, but every year there's uh, what Call of Duty, right? Isn't that still? Is it? I don't uh, know. I'm uh, out of the video game world. I just figured uh, people like killing each be. other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's 
Oh man, yeah. well, <clears throat> that's the wild. Got, the game's got so stupid though now. Just I, running around in a circle shooting each other. That's why Counter Strike, like, still to this day holds up, dude. Because you have, I mean, you got to go res <laughs> rescue the hostage. So, so you like have to go in. You're you know? angling on in my direction here, which uh, is all the entertainment we've been exposed to is in some way or another geared to direct us specifically in a direction, and it, and it's all run by the government. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they own it all. They, own they control it all. it all. It's crazy. It's crazy to think about. And I was thinking about entertainment, government control, and how they can, you know, m maybe this is the truth when it comes to being an entertainer, right? The, the government giveth, and, uh, well, sometimes then the government taketh away. Tonight, Lizzo is getting sued by three former dancers. One of them is from right here in Indianapolis, and the lawsuit claims that the dancers were weight shamed and were pressured to touch a new performer in an Amsterdam club. The suit alleges, accuses Lizzo of calling attention to Indiana's Ariana Davis's weight and says she was less committed to her role because of her weight. Davis began performing with Lizzo after competing on her Amazon reality show, <laughs> Watch Out for the Big Girls. Lizzo is known for embracing positivity. <laughs> Wait. Wait. Yeah. Hold on, Frank. Yeah, why no, I, I gotta go Frank. back. I gotta go Frank, back. Frank, why did, why did you warn me? Come on, man. <laughs> Are you ready for a little controversy? <laughs> so you're a big girl who was on a show literally called The Big Girls. And then the biggest girl of the big girls, the big girl queen, the queen girl, queen big girl, <laughs> fat shamed one of the big girls. That's right. <laughs> Here's not the, I think the biggest tragedy of this entire story is uh, this person said the title wrong. She said big girls. I believe it's specifically <laughs> titled Lizzo's Big Girls. To make way for the big girls. Girls. If I'm not mistaken, I don't think she said she's misgendering it. Or I don't know if I'm getting that correct. But <laughs> no, 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 just because that one girl came untucked. They're all women. <laughs> no, no, her dick did flop out, but it's okay. They're all It was a woman dick. <laughs> it was a very feminine dick, Frank. <laughs> For anyone who doesn't remember, we covered this show about a year ago. Uh, we did a segment. We listened to a clip of a, a fella, a lady fella. The 5'11 uh, Mexican heavyweight. <laughs> looks like a fucking boxer over there. Yeah, with his dick just popped out when he did this. Oh, yeah, that no, was a beautiful woman. Big girl. <laughs> it was a big girl. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, she, she did not pronounce the name of the show in my opinion i think it's girls right <laughs> they, they add a lot of z's show watch out for the big girls lizzo is known <laughs> for embracing positivity and celebrating her physique <laughs> she's known for celebrating her physique like being very positive uh, all right so this uh, is a uh, her physique let's just say michelangelo would have needed a lot of marble for that I've read somewhere, and I didn't have a chance to double-check before the show, but it, it sounds like Lizzo has lost a bit of weight and is potentially now being whatever the opposite of fat-shaming is, skinny-shamed. Skinny shamed? Yeah, I think there's something going on there. Maybe uh... 
maybe do a little uh, supersonic research on your super computer there. Well, I think but... if you lose weight, you become a, an ableist? Oh, well, no. Something. What do you become? Something happened here, so I, I was... I, I briefly... It passed me just for a moment in a few places, but I, I saw some elements of Lizzo being... Having to clap back at people, right? She loves to clap back. She's always doing the clap back, and and yeah. she's she's having to you know speak out about how she's now being shamed in the opposite direction or something like that. I, oh, dude! I guarantee she's taking Ozempic. This bitch is three hundred and eight pounds. <laughs> that's not. I mean, that's not too. I actually thought it was you know maybe a little bit in the. Uh, you know. These are the weight loss photos. Oh, so she lost some weight, right? I'm not wrong. Bro, about she's that, 140 yeah. kilograms. You sound fat in kilograms. <laughs> <laughs> 140 kilograms? I'm not gonna I think fat girls shame. that are under 140 pounds. We're not going to fat shame on this platform, no doubt about it. But I do want to say uh, I, I think it's funny and interesting that I, you know, just. If Lizzo loses weight, good. I'm happy for her. She, I hope she does it the right way. I hope she doesn't succumb to the new trend of taking the Wagovi or the Wazempic and liquefying the insides and then having the stomach paralysis and not being able to eat or do anything for the rest of your life. Uh, I hope she just has been exercising, probably. We talked about it, actually, when we covered the show that she did, the uh, Lizzo's Big Girls, or Time for the Big Girls, or I, I can't remember exactly, Girls. Uh, but she, you know, my big thing about it was, dude, you guys are doing a lot of exercising. Like, dancing like that is is a lot of work. You must you must be doing something to, you know what I'm saying, maintain the size aspect. Oh, they're eating a lot, yeah. So then if you're not eating a lot and then you're dancing like that, you probably lose some weight pretty fast, but then are you allowed to be a big girz? <laughs> I don't know, man. They're saying she lost a lot of weight. Yeah, there's, a, there's a lot of... She st- looks huge. She also was kind of, <laughs> kind of large, you know, on the on the XX, maybe XL, you know, level over there for a little bit. She was, you know, kind of really celebrating the oversized concept, and so even to just slim down a little bit, I think that's maybe kind of traumatic for the fans who are probably, dude, you could maybe see Lizzo as being this like iconic person for the fat folks out there. Right? I guess. That's really sad. Yeah. Whatever. Well, either way, I thought it was interesting. Uh, so who's suing her? Some fat chicks. Some fat <laughs> chicks. That's what I'm saying. Lizzo lost some... That's what I'm saying. It's funny about this. You go search about Lizzo, she lost some weight, and now these fat chicks are suing her for fat shaming her them. <laughs> See what happens when you lose a little yeah, weight? Well, welcome to skinny privilege, Lizzo. <laughs> Just like white privilege. I guess it means everybody sues you. Well, I think we're about uh, four weeks away from hearing about Lizzo's lawsuit to Wigovi uh, for her stomach paralysis. That'll be uh, oh, probably... for sure, right, dude? I didn't even <laughs> think about that.
man. It's possible, but it's also possible she's just losing, you know, a lot of weight because she could be sick. There could be things going around. Mike, it's that time of year, you know, July, when everyone's getting sick with what your favorite. Come on, baby. Oh, it's cold now season. To new COVID concern this morning. Now, the number of people testing. Oh, Frank! <laughs> Frank, I didn't have my seatbelt on, dude. Jesus Christ. I do apologize, folks. We are about to experience G-force winds through this <laughs> tunnel between Michael Strahan's teeth. Make sure you're strapped in. And it's always a really big story because it's Michael Strahan. So dude, they, uh, no joke, though. They always give him, like, the really bad, crappy news. You know, they're like... <laughs> Oh, we got to do COVID again, Michael. Thanks. Sorry, but thanks. <laughs> There's a comet coming, and they unfortunately named it after Susan Sarandon. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Michael, this is all you, bud. <laughs> now to new COVID concern this morning. Now, the number of people testing positive in hospitals <laughs> appears to be ticking up. Stephanie Ramos is here now with a reality check <laughs> on what those numbers are. Stephanie, mean. come on. Oh, dude, they, they do it to him. Somebody in that writer's room does not like Michael Strahan. Good morning, Stephanie. Hey, Michael, good morning. These days, it's almost impossible to tell how many COVID Her name's Kimberly, but she goes by Stephanie. The CDC has stopped keeping track, and most people don't report their cases anymore. So the best way to track the virus is counting people who test positive during hospital admission. The best part is you guys are talking about a virus sweeping the nation, and the most <laughs> the only thing I can pay attention to is Michael Strahan pronouncing the reporter's <laughs> name. The best part about this clip is they're basically telling you that nobody's testing for COVID. They're literally saying... In Where this... do you even go to get tested? Is there even anything? <laughs> no. They don't know. They don't know anything. <laughs> they're literally telling you in this clip. They're like, okay, we got to bring out Michael Strahan. He's going to tell everybody how there's a COVID. Do you know what I heard a guy say the other day? Is that I'm so glad. I don't... You know what? The days of putting the Q-tip in my nose are over. Oh, man. And he, he was talking about how he probably did thousands wow. of COVID tests. And I literally looked at him. I go, dude, I do not know. I go, I, I don't want, I'm not trying to make you feel bad, but I never took one. I don't even, I never put the Q-tip in my nose. You know, neither did I. And I've recently seen yeah. some things floating around the interwebs there where uh, there was a lot of kind of bad situations that occurred in people's nasal passages after jamming those rods into their nose. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, dude. I, it didn't seem I'm not, safe to again, me. again, I'm not a doctor or a scientist. I'm just a dumb plumber. But every time I've ever had a virus or a bacterial infection, I've been able to go to my doctor, and he like kind of just looks at me, puts his hand on my forehead, and is like, "Yep." <laughs> you know what I mean? No, that's so, what I'm like, saying. The, the minute you know, <laughs> they'll do like a strep test, like they'll, go, but they already know what you have, pretty much. You know, the minute you're like, I don't know, let me jam this nine inches into your nostril. Did you we'll see grab these some things? little fucking particle and maybe, dude, I can't know? believe people willingly took those tests. I never did, and I, I like could not bring myself to ha willingly allow someone to jab my brain with that thing and i was so shocked so many people like without seeing it before in their lives they're like yes uh, scoop some of my brain through my nose please yeah it's Dude, honest, honest to god I, n I never snorted cocaine because i'm like i got like nose problems and i'm like afraid of like what it would do and do you know how fun cocaine looks 
Uh, it's a party for everybody. <laughs> Even if you didn't do it, if you're with a guy who's on cocaine, you're having a good time. So you were trying to give me something that doesn't look nearly as fun as cocaine. Well, also, if you do yeah. a bump, of, like a key bump of cocaine, it's on a key that goes right up to your nostril, and you can just snort it right up. I don't have to jam that key like nine inches into my skull <laughs> and like touch my brain cavity. You know, I can avoid that whole unpleasant scenario and get high. Right? Yeah. Well, you could also just avoid the nose and smoke it. <laughs> like Hunter. You know, Hunter Biden. He loves to just yeah, smoke that crap. He's, he's kind of out of something, I got to tell you. <laughs> I'm not into the whole, like, up the nose thing. Small is on the rise. According to new numbers from the CDC overnight, COVID hospitalizations have increased 12% in the week ending July 22nd compared to the prior. Uh, it went from one to, to one and a half. <laughs> one by one. At record lows. There were a little more than 8,000 weekly hospitalizations. And just to compare, peak Omicron was more than 150,000. Deaths have not increased, but there could be reporting delays. The federal government is now setting its sights on treatment. It's really funny because the number who have died has gone down somehow in the last six months. So I don't even know why you guys are reporting on this. And they're all vaccinated, by the way. Everybody dying of COVID is vaccinated. And by the way, everybody who's dying of heart attacks, vaccinated, strokes, vaccinated. The uh, This is one of the funniest. Yes. How do you? Oh, this is awesome. Seriously. That's it. That was actually the, that's right there at the end. How can you even take yourself seriously reporting on COVID? We all know it was a hoax. Yeah, it was a lie. The whole thing was fake. We we were had, we were fooled, we were bamboozled, baby. Like, we know. Stop trying to jam this up our nasal nine inches, please. We're done. <laughs> we're done with the nine-inch nasal uh, drop, all right? Listen, there's only one hole you can shove nine inches in. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh yeah. What's that? Is, we, this, is this live? Are we still talking about Lizzo? <laughs> or is it? Uh... Damn it. Well... Oh, yeah. Well, this is probably all uh, some sort of ploy out of China. Dude, I, I got some great clips, so I'm going to just start uh, fucking rolling through them. I love dude. it. I yeah, love no. it. Uh, this this is, is, I can't believe that last clip. Absolutely How are you guys insane. still talking about COVID? I can't believe COVID's coming around. Um, Even Nona talks about it. They're all, I guess there's these like guys, uh, there's this family, it was two brothers, it was three brothers and a sister. The middle brother and the sister, they did not get the vaccine. The two other brothers, they got the boosters, they got everything. Both of them are now dead from heart attack. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. And so now the old people are, like, talking about it, how it's kind of... So I saw on ESPN today that DeMar Hamlin made his appearance in uh, training camp. He's out there um, catching footballs running around that's terrible terrible. come on get out of there get get out of there man that's number one we're never going to hear anything about Bronny james in two years that like that's it his his life is over his career is over he'll be the son of lebron james that's his rest of his life you know what what happens to you when you have a heart attack or a cardiac arrest when you're 18. We, dude, we were once 18. Dude, how many people did we know who had heart attacks or cardiac arrests or strokes when we were 18 years old? 
My whole life, well, like up to before I joined the army, my whole life I knew one guy that died, and he had. It was when we were in middle school. He he like. He got sick, and apparently he had like the just like incredibly rare case of leukemia. He and then like two months later he was dead. It's wild, man. And that used it to happen. It was crazy. Yeah, for sure. But it was like, dude, that was one. Out of every kid I went to school with, played sports with, you know. Like... You and I played uh, several sports for several years. Nary a heart attack to be seen on the field. Oh, dude, it's so funny. I was on the south side. I was like far south side the other day, right? Oh, yeah. Homeless guy. Begging for cheap. Dirty as can be, dude. Barely has any clothes on. Wearing an extra large shirt. A-H-Y-B-A. Wow. Arlington Heights Youth Basketball Association. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It was the same color that I wore back in the day. They haven't changed yeah. the colors or nothing, dude. It was the same colors and everything. So the Youth Basketball League in uh, Arlington Heights. It was so funny. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad this, those things are still sticking around. And look, that's wonderful, you know? The kid outgrows it, gives it the homeless guy. A little disconcerting. The kids are large enough to be too big. Their shirts are too big for the homeless dude on the street. That's a little bit like maybe we need to slim down the kids here. You know, you got the. <laughs> oh, dude, did you see that one guy they're talking about? No. He's 14 <laughs> years old. Oh, man. And he's 6'10", 300 pounds. That's a big boy. <laughs> no doubt about it. Wow. I'm going to go ahead and uh, throw you a clue here. He's not Jewish or Asian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, well yeah. isn't it funny that Jews and blacks have the curly hair? And they couldn't be more different? Well, I mean, a lot of the cultures have some curly hair action going on, right? Isn't that a, you know? Not necessarily specific to uh, oh, you know, not like the Jewish. All right, you're saying that it's very specific to uh, the African region. Oh, but the Jews even have like like they got because we got like if you go down to Vaughn, they got that like Orthodox area. Oh, I know and they're wearing the hat with oh, the yeah. curls coming down. Oh, I've seen it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like they mastered the curls. Mastered the curls. Now, do you think that's uh, God-given, or maybe uh, they're Ooh. doing a little perm action or stylizing the curls, giving a little extra juice? Hey, that's a good call, man. I don't know about you as a people, but your hair, chosen by God, my man. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible that, you know, it's just extra curly from all the humidity, and the humidity is probably caused from... <clears throat> one thing and one thing only, Mike. Global boiling! That's uh, right. Now you've, we're boiling. We've heard all about it all the last weekend and probably the last couple of days. I'm sure Dave Muir did a whole deep dive on it. Now, I don't want to be too late to the party, and the reason I'm bringing it up on the show and I have a clip is because, Mike, you mentioned it on a previous recording when we were jamming out and... Uh, you know, express some regret for not getting a specific clip about the global boiling. Everyone has reported it. However, every once in a while, Amy Goodman of Democracy Now! just happens to put 
you know, a little extra spice into, you know, what she's talking about. Sometimes she's just a little more passionate than usual, especially when it comes to the climate. She gets real riled up and fired up. So uh, you mentioned Amy Goodman describing the global boiling event or declaration from the UN. I checked it out, man. Wow. What a clip. Does not disappoint. Amy at her best. (laughs) Folks, I hope you have one of those uh, sacks of water that you can go camping with. You know what I'm talking about? Make sure it's just actually filled up. But don't drink it. Pour it on the earth. We need to cool this bitch down. We got to cool it down. We're boiling, people. Uh, This is one of the most dramatic uh, news descriptions of the UN declaration that we are boiling. Amy Goodman and Democracy Now! uh, at their finest. This is good stuff. New climate data show July is on track to become the hottest month in human history, with global temperatures rising to about 1.5 degrees Celsius or 2.7 degrees Fahrenheit above pre-industrial levels. On Thursday, the head of the World Meteorological Organization said climate action is not a luxury but a must, while U.N. Secretary General Antonio Guterres scolded world leaders over inaction. You know, she does the Greta Thunberg, but she doesn't go with the Gutierrez. Like, she doesn't really like a... Ooh, I like... Frank, you made me wet saying You know what I'm saying? No, she rolls the R's on the Greta Thunberg, but she doesn't do any R rolling on the Gutierrez, man. Like, come on. Yeah, Did you catch the... You know what? Catching a little tinge of racism. That's what I'm... I don't think she likes Hispanics. She just said Gutierrez. Did you catch that? Oh, shit. What's with this? I, I like. Here's my they thing. They even got rid of that Mexican guy, Juan <laughs> Gonzalez. Maybe it is Gutierrez, and I'm the racist. But here's my whole point. She's always rolling the R's when it's unnecessary. And for the one dude who's Gutierrez, she goes Gutierrez. I don't know about Gutierrez. this. I don't know about Amy Goodman. Very general Antonio Guterres scolded. Guterres. <laughs> Guterres. Uh, like, what is this? Uh, uh, what you get the burrito? Oh yeah, you know. Uh, uh, Thank you for showing up, Casey uh, Shimalunsky. We appreciate your appearance here. <laughs> like, what is this? Hey, uh, Gutierrez, uh, can I get one of those uh, quesadilla? <laughs> oh, man. Like, come on, Greta Thunberg? <laughs> um, Guterish? I don't know. I don't, I don't speak foreign languages. <laughs> oh, the the whole thing took took place in Turkey. No, go to my co-host Juan Gonzalez. <laughs> I was just like, she's the she was all about Turkey and Kiev. No, good. Oh, I never heard Turkey, dude. I think that's in your head. No, I'm okay. I'm gonna find it now. I'm gonna go on a. A, uh, a hunt for the Turk guy. It's Turk guy. I literally like listened. I like. <laughs> I have clicked on specific stories and listened to them for like. I spent like like I'll listen to a four minute clip just it's, to hear. T- it's t- NPR. T- I've never heard Turk guy. N- NPR. Dude, I'm, dude, on NPR. I'm on NPR. I'm on all of them, man. I never heard Turk guy except from you. Oh, I'm a racist. That's what it comes down to. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a diehard bigot. There's no doubt. So, uh, <laughs> what do you guys against? What do you got against the turkeys? I don't know. I find it delicious. Uh, uh, why do they have to call it a turkey? I'm telling you. I'm gonna find a clip. I'll have it for um, our next show. <laughs> uh, you know, when we were uh, when we were going to the <laughs> when we were going to the Middle East, we're getting ready to deploy. They like they made us memorize the map. 
with like the different countries, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I'll never forget like this one guy. Nobody could remember he got it right, but they like because they asked him, and then he goes, "No, it's really easy. I always remember. I threw a rock at a turkey and I ran." <laughs> That's how you remember where wow. Iraq, Turkey, and Iran were. <laughs> that's um, and then Afghanistan's right next door. Yeah, that's uh, makes sense. That's how you know <laughs> our game plan in the Middle East. It's basically boiled down to that, really. But then we actually coincidentally ran from Iraq too. Just left everything behind. That's kind of what we did. I threw a rock at everything, and then I ran. Ran away. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's exactly what happened. I'm sorry, man. I don't. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, back to uh, Amy Goodman. <laughs> it's my fault. Oh. I went on the uh, Guterres. Uh, uh, oh, you're yeah. right, though. That's, all right, Guterres. On Thursday, the head of the World Meteorological Organization said climate action is not a luxury, but a must. While UN it's Secretary General Antonio Guterres scolded world <laughs> leaders over inaction <laughs> on the climate. Climate change is here. It is terrifying, and it is just the beginning. The era of global warming has ended. The era, the era of global boiling has arrived. Hey-o. Oh, rebrand, refresh. <laughs> and the level of Did we just do a refresh? We're going to re, uh, refresh to be fresh here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah they, didn't buy, they didn't buy the new menu. Well, let's slice the meat fresh. Let's go with global boiling. Global boiling, dude. I love it. I'm a big fan. It makes sense, you know. We, we got a lot of water here. We're made of water. If if we're boiling, you're boiling. I'm boiling. We're all boiling, man. You know what this is? They're not even hiding it. We are the boiling frog. In we're a- slowly boiling in the pot, and it's a metaphor for their policies. Wow. Yeah, man, you're right on the money. Right. Well, you know, in order to pull off their evil deeds, they have to be guilt-free about it. So they have to show it to us, to our face, and be up front. So, yeah, you're right. They're telling us. We're boiling you. You're boiling. You're being boiled. What, and what does this mean, global boiling? All the climate. The globe is boiling. It's all nonsense. Take a look out your window, people. Especially here in Denver, we had ten days of chemtrails and superstorms every afternoon that are just, you know, hail and flooding. All right, like they want you to either be convinced that you have insane superstorms from climate change, or they want you to be convinced that you have insane drought and extreme heat from climate change. And it's one or the other, and you're gonna get one or the other every other year. That's how it works. We here in Colorado, we just went through the last ten years of oh my god, there's no clouds, there's no water, we're all gonna die from drought. Now we're on the oh my god, we're flooding, there's so much water, we can't handle it. I'm not even joking, man. Like, I can't get over Friday. Because Friday, all the news, they talked about it all week. And then on the day of Friday, it was going to be the hottest day. dude. Oh, yeah. It was the hottest day, Frank. 
It felt like 190. <laughs> boiling water on the street, Frank. You know what I mean? Like, it was like one of these things in the news. It was one of those situations. The guys that I was working with, they, they like quit two hours before quitting time. They, they can't even take it. It's so hot. And I kept looking at them. I'm like, dude, I'm not even really sweating. Yeah, I'm We're telling right you. By... <clears throat> I was like, dude, we're right by the lake. Every time I turn on my car, it says it's only 87 degrees where we are. No, they're lying it, about the heat. It, I'm like, it's a hot summer day, but it's like, dude, drink a little water. If you need a break, take a little break. But it's like, it's, it wasn't that bad. And then it got so bad that they complained. And then everybody I've had this conversation with since that day, they're like, you had them out there working. You didn't give them a break every 45 minutes. I was like, <laughs> and I go, and I go, it really wasn't that hot. And we had this really great breeze. I wasn't even sweat. And then they're like, yeah, you know what? There was that good breeze. Actually. Yeah. It didn't feel that. Yeah. It was, dude, you all are just falling victim to what they're telling you. Yes. It's not that fucking hot. It's just summer. You want I, I I don't know, man. No, I've been and we're and we're human years. beings, dude. I I spent a year in the godforsaken desert of Qatar. That's right. You know what I mean? We're like I had to be in fucking full uniform, working on a goddamn truck. Oh yeah, that's fucking hot. You yeah. get used to it. Uh, you know, it has uh, not been very hot here, especially in Denver, as I have. Uh, you know, you know. Documented on the show, uh, lots of chemtrails, lots of sun blocking, lots of rain, very cool, especially considering previous years here. Uh, it's crazy to me to have people come up to me even here, say things about the heat. It's mind-blowing because they're watching TV. They're not actually watching the yeah. sky or paying attention to how it feels truly outside. It has been a very cool summer, very wet. Uh, all conspiracy theories aside, <laughs> very just cool and what? And if you you can't be a sensible, knowledgeable, aware person if you're walking around here in Denver these days complaining about the heat, you're nuts. You're watching the TV or you're paying attention to your phone and you're being told there's a heat wave, but you're not actually going outside and feeling the heat wave. You have no idea what a heat wave feels yes. like. Dude, I'm not even joking, man. This was literally an argument I had the other day. This was last week. Uh, we pull up to the next job site, right? Oh, yeah. And the guy in the truck goes, we can't do it. I go, why? He goes, it's raining. And, dude, there's not a drop. <laughs> and I go, or no, he didn't say it's raining. He goes, because of rain. And I'm like, I'm look dude, I'm like standing there. I'm, I'm, out, I'm standing outside. I'm not wet. There's not a fucking drop on me. And I go, what the fuck are you doing? And he, he, he shows me his phone. And he goes, my phone, and he goes, they say it's about to, they say it's, a, it's supposed to be raining and it's going to rain for the next hour. And I go, yeah, but it's not raining right now. That's so we're right, going to start man. working yeah. until it rains. Yeah. Right. Man. And he goes, no, 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 no. But it's going to say, and I go, I don't give a fuck what your are Dude, it didn't rain the whole fucking day. It's wow. Like, I, I. You're, why are you looking at your phone? You're out. You're outside. You're telling me your phone knows more than your fucking body. I know, dude. That's about what's going whether or not on, it's man. raining but on you. That's, but that's what's happening. I'm telling you, people are so locked into their devices. 
that they are allowing the devices to tell them what reality <laughs> is happening around them when it's not even happening. So if I if I stand there and just piss on your leg, are you not going to believe I'm pissing on your leg until your phone <laughs> tells you I'm pissing on your leg? Or are you going to be like, oh, it's wet. It must be somebody must be pissing on my leg. The better idea is if I piss on your leg and your phone says it's raining, but it's not. Do you just think it's raining <laughs> on your leg? Oh, it's just rain. <laughs> Come on. It's not raining. I don't care what it says. I've gone through this several times where I just can't understand how people can look at me with a straight face and say, like, oh, could you believe this heat wave? I'm like, what are you talking about? Like what the what, what are, are you, talking you actually about, talking about? We've lived through serious actual heat waves. It hasn't been that hot. It's just it's a bad sell, dude. I think and he all uh you know, look. I am still on the train of the government does stuff to mess with the climate locally in certain places, especially here in Denver. They've gone full on the last <laughs> ten days with the chemtrails. However, I think that it like what unfortunately happened for the mainstream media and for the Democrats and all the pushers from the World Economic Forum and the jabronis who want to push their, you know, we got to save the planet agenda. Unfortunately for them, we had kind of a cool year. It was kind of really yeah. wet. It was kind of really snowy. It was kind of cool. Yeah. You just can't push, no matter how much you cloud seed or do whatever you want with the harp technology. Like, it doesn't even matter, actually. You, you can't convince people enough because I think enough people are just out there seeing with their own eyes and they're experiencing life and, you know, in real time and just thinking like, Hey, you know, this has actually been kind of a nice year. It's been kind of temporary. Dude, I try to tell everybody, man, this is just normal. Every year, every summer you hit these highs in August, July, you know, you don't believe me. Go watch any movie. Go watch the dog dog day afternoon. Right. (laughs) That's literally like what it's about. A heat wave. Back in the 80s, right? Again, it, it's actually historically, even over the last 200 years of data, we, we're actually not that hot a- across the country. It's not that hot. No, I, like you, dude, I remember we have hit 100 degrees in Chicago. This year, we haven't even come close to 100 degrees. Not they one keep, here they in They keep Denver, coming man. up with this bullshit feels like. Don't give me a feels like, dude. Put a fucking tube of mercury outside yes. and tell me how much it climbed. You're psycho, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, we were just at Home Depot the other day uh, getting some stuff for the garden, and they had on the shelf in the gardening section, it was a uh, thermostat or a thermometer thing, and uh, it was the uh, and a clock, just a clock. And I, said, I said to Emma, I'm like, we're buying those. We got to buy those. We got to just have those in the back here. People don't even Nobody- like yeah, Half dude, nobody, dude, I remember growing up, every morning I would wake up, I would raise my blinds, and I would look out at the shed, and Dad had that thermometer That's right, there. man. Remember that yes. big thermometer? Yes, on the sh- On the shed. Oh, yeah. And, and, that, and I w- that was how I determined what I would wear for That's the day. That's all you needed to know. <laughs> That's it. I don't need the fat dude on... WGN to tell me anything, man. Like, I just give me that. W, no, no, no. I would look at the thermometer and then I would go eat my fucking Cheerios while I watch MTV fucking music videos. <laughs> yeah, I was watching the morning news and weather. No, I knew everything I needed to know by that thermometer on the shed. 
Yeah. Oh, man. Well, you know, maybe we just got to go back to those simpler times and maybe uh, potentially um, we'll, you know, we'll be forced to. Oh, I didn't finish the global boiling. Did you oh, want to yeah, finish it? All right, I will yeah. finish the boiling. We're boiling, folks. Climate inaction is unacceptable. The UN's warning came as hundreds of wildfires fueled by record heat continue to burn out of control. Oh, yeah, this is why I love this clip. I totally forgot. So listen to her voice. Man, she is fired up, baby. She's really into this one. The UN's warning came as hundreds of wildfires fueled by record heat continue to burn out of control around the Mediterranean. In Algeria, Croatia, France, Greece, Italy, Portugal, Spain, Tunisia, and Turkey. Oh, good. You didn't name a a country I care about. (laughs) Was that like half of Europe? I don't know. What's your point here? Plus, not one of them was the United States. Next! In the southeastern Fujian province, sparking fires, downing power lines, and shuttering schools and businesses. On Thursday, the storm lashed southern Taiwan after battering the northern Philippines, where it killed at least 39 people. Yeah, I like. Do you hear the, like, um. Well, I think the exchange rate, 39 Filipinos, that's like one American. (laughs) Not that bad. She's so emotional about this. The like, I she's rarely emotional like that. Amy Goodman usually quite the robot when she's uh, reporting on the news, but man, she went for it with this, the hundreds oh, of fires. Like, oh, dude, she loves the climate <laughs> stuff, man. She's really in Nigeria, into it. Italy, France, Spain. Like, dude, come on, who cares? Well, uh, either way, <clears throat> the reason I love this climate stuff and the fact that we were just discussing getting getting back to basics, getting that old school action out in the yard with the thermostat and maybe hooking up the old uh, analog clock, get off the digital for a while. I bought myself recently an MP3 player for thirty bucks, and Ooh, how is it? I, I'm it's fantastic. I loaded up some songs. And I'm plugging in. I'm not using the uh, the Bluetooth anymore. And when I'm going on my runs, I wanted to get back to just kind of the basic stuff, you know. And it's important, I think, for us to kind of start to focus more simply and get to those levels. Because at some point, and maybe sooner than later, dude, once again, China, they got us. Now to new concerns that China... Oh, hold on, folks. I'm sorry. I double dipped. <laughs> I, I didn't mean to do that to you. I, I screwed up. I meant to play these. I like, did my seatbelt so I could go get some water I for know. the Amy Good. Put and those uh, another Michael Amy? seat Oof. table. <laughs> Put the tray tables and seats back up into the upright position, please, <laughs> folks. I apologize. I I meant to do these in two different episodes, but we got jumbled up there, and we got a. There we're, will be turbulence. We're double dipping on the the widest gap known to humanity. It is Michael <laughs> Strayhands. Tooth gap, it is. G-Force wins, no doubt about it. Mind the gap. gap. (laughs) Now to new concerns that China's hacked critical U.S. infrastructure in the search for malicious computer code and systems that control American power grids and water supplies. Our chief global affairs correspondent, Martha Raddatz, has more for us this morning. Good morning, Martha. Good morning, Michael. The theory is that hidden malware in U.S. infrastructure, like power grids and water I love how they all pretend like he didn't butcher his name. I know, military <laughs> operations, especially Her name is like Martha Serenis, and he's like, now we go to Martha Serenis. Thank you, Michael. Dude, somebody in that writer's room does not like Michael Strahan. I am telling you, he pissed off the wrong person. 
They keep giving him these news items. It's just destroying him. It's great. Not enough speech therapists can coach him through these situations. I'm not kidding. Well, the good news is, Michael, if enough heart attacks happen, we might need you back on the field. (laughs) (laughs) You're not way off. I saw an article earlier today about how they're really concerned that a lot of these soldiers that we have are, you know, vaccinated with this technology that's kind of killing people. Yeah. Oh. Wait till they try to invade uh, <laughs> Microsoft headquarters and Bill Gates turns them all off. Wow. Or he atta- uh, six his army of malaria mosquitoes on them, right? There's just this whole Ooh. wall of mosquitoes. Well, I, I said invades the headquarters. There's no malaria in Montana. Or Wyoming. <laughs> Where is he? Yeah, Wyoming, dude. Yeah, he didn't send them there. That's where he's building his <laughs> nuclear facility. That's right. He controls where they are like Ant-Man. Mosquitoes. <laughs> Which yeah. makes sense because he looks like a mosquito. And we're going all the way back to Michael Douglas. Look at where we're at, dude. Oh, yeah, Ooh, man. Little yeah. Michael Douglas, dude. Folks, he got the throat cancer from eating the pussy. That's how it happened. Just don't forget, dude. <laughs> Not a bad way to go. Involve Taiwan. I know guys who've gotten throat cancer for less. <laughs> Quotes an official saying that like chewing tobacco. I'd rather get it for chewing pussy than tobacco. A ticking time bomb that could allow (laughs) China to stall military deployment deployments by cutting off power communications or water supplies at U.S. military bases or even beyond those bases to those of just ordinary citizens. It was just back in May that Microsoft said it detected malware associated with China in Guam, (laughs) where there's a huge amount. Oh, they got a virus and hacked! I can't believe it. disrupt critical communications infrastructure between the U.S. and the Asia region during future crises. The Biden administration saying only they are working relentlessly to defend the U.S. from disruption while urging public utilities to step up their cyber defenses. Michael? All right, we're screwed, people. So the Chinese, they're going to infiltrate our water systems, our electrical grid, or they already have Mm -hmm. with malware, and then they're going to shut it down. And then at the same exact time, our entire army is going to drop dead of a heart attack. So funny, because Nona's a sister, or a grandma's sister. Oh, yeah. Literally, they live in the same town as us. They started buying water, and they told our grandma that they got, she got to buy water. Really? Because Putin's going to attack the Norwich water supply. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, oh, she might have crab, like... It might be credible if Zelensky was talking about it. If Zelensky said uh, uh, Russia will attack uh, Norwich uh, water supply. I, I like really tried to explain to him. Putin's got like a, a list of shit he needs to do. You know, he's got like his to-do list. Attacking Norwich water supply is That's about right. 1,000 on that list. <laughs> if, if that, you know. There's a video and a lot of talk out there on the interwebs about Putin declaring that the New World Order has fallen and uh, pe- too many people have awoken, especially in America and the UK, and nobody's going along with the agenda, and, and they just can't get, they can't get it into gear. And it kind of seems obvious with all these, you know, they're throwing everything, they're trying to see what sticks and nothing is sticking. I hate to say it, but he does kind of seem like one of the very few world leaders that is actually being honest with what's going on. And it's one of the things that scares me about Donald Trump.